Hello and welcome to the podcast. Mr. Stephen Allen doing some radioings. You join me here in the shed and come on, this is sounding pretty flipping good for a shed. The amount of work. Windows have been upgraded, they're double glazed. Uh, The door has got a lock on the inside. The isolators in the circuits, there's no more ground hum coming out of all the mixing desk stuff. And the amount of foam I've got in here. Oh, sweet mercy. I tell you what, if ever there's a strong wind and this shed gets blown over, I will be comfortable. But anyway, so um, welcome along to the shed. This is where we do the show from these days. We do some stuff uh, that's on the radio and it goes out and I edit it down to a podcast. It sounds something a little bit like this. And we will be talking about Wimbledon. Get your strawberries out. I don't, I don't really understand why certain fruits have an association with certain sports. It's just the way things are, isn't it? Wimbledon, strawberries. Football, little slices of orange halftime. Darts, Malibu and Coke. Is that a fruit? I don't know. I promise we'd be talking about Wimbledon. It's exciting, isn't it? It's getting around to that time again. When basically it's a reason to drink. Sports that are a reason to drink tend to do well. I mean, that's that's the only reason anyone's into cricket, isn't it? Because it's a five-day trip away and just drinking loads. But anyway, there was a plan to try and upgrade tennis. And I know you're thinking, VAR ruins um, football, Steve. What are they coming up with now? What are they coming up with now? Using AI, using modern technology? No. They wanted to replace the boy-girl... The boy... The ball boys and the girl balls. Nope. The ball boys... It's difficult to tell in 2022, isn't it? The ball boys and the ball girls. That's what I was thinking of. Sound like a really bad version of that Blur song. But they wanted to replace those with dogs to fetch the balls. And apparently, they gave up on the plan because the dogs refused to give the balls back. (laughs) I mean, this is brilliant. It must be doable, though. Surely you could train a dog to hand a ball back. They train sniffer dogs to find drugs. And I'm presuming the dogs don't keep the drugs and then just go and live on an island somewhere. I'm sure I would have read about that. They hand them back instead. So anyway, that's what's happening. That's why you won't see... I suppose also the, the, the dogs look stupid in the little shorts, but that's the only reason they're not using dogs. You would have presumed it's because the dogs keep doing a tinkle up against the post. But maybe the bull boys do that as well, so I don't know. I wanted to talk about some of your messages because, look, things have been going great. I've been trying to get more social media interaction. been tweeting more at Mr. Stephen Allen. I did mention um, earlier yesterday that my plan for after the show was to go and get a pencil. And I reckon anyone should do this. Have I got a pencil with me now? I had whatever. So you get a pencil and find a space that's got some wall that you don't look at very often. Like top of the cellar, any of those kind of things, right? And then, with a pencil, mark on it various heights of a fictional child. And do them from starting at like a normal height, but then let it build up until it's getting huge. Like, eight foot something, nine foot. And then on that last one, just put a little note in that says, move to the attic. So that when anyone buys your house, they are going to freak out. Come on. And then Claire gets in touch on on Twitter and says, I'm currently redecorating the hall. I'm now definitely inspired to leave something similar under the new wallpaper for future owners to enjoy. Yes! I know we have some estate agents who listen. Come on, if anyone's moving out, just get them to write, just pretend that a little Hulk was made. That's what I'm saying. And while we're talking about things you can do on uh, social media, tweet at time1075 underscore FM. You can also email 
on air at time1075.net. If we don't get around to dealing with them on the day, we have a new feature. Any other business where anything that we've been chatting about, you can email in. I asked Martin, long-time listener, first time, well, not first time, actually, um, to make a jingle, because he'd previously made jingles, because I used to say, previously on the show, and then he came up with... Previously in the week. All right, Johnny Big Potatoes. Then he did me another one. Uh, where is it? Remember when he came up with the song one? Steve Allen. Ooh, which I'm still fairly convinced sounds like I've... I've tried to... Uh, I try to connect to the wrong printer on Windows 95. Steve Allen. Ding ding. Well, now for when we do any other business. Any other business. Any other business. It's gone all mod cons. Post office workers are set to stage a one-day strike. Then again, I think we've all been in that situation where you're queuing in the post office and it feels like the person you're waiting for to serve you has just started a one-day strike. So, in many ways, I think we'll cope. I can do you entertainment news, like this for example, um, that Bear Grylls was in the newspaper. He said he got his resilience from the embarrassing experience of being picked as a linesman for his school's football team. I mean, I, I can understand that's not optimum, but if your response to being picked as a linesman was to go off and drink an animal's wee-wee to survive, I th you took it worse than you thought. Unless I'm getting my chronology the wrong way around. Because you imagine it feels like he wasn't popular at school, so he'd go into the wilderness and, and drink, you know, badger wee-wee. Maybe it's the other way around. He used to just go off into the wilderness, drink badger wee-wee, and then you do stuff like that at school. You'll find yourself getting picked as a linesman. The cost of living crisis gets mentioned in the news a lot. Here's one plan to try and help it out. Uh, millions of people could be paid to keep their lights off and their TVs off this winter to reduce the risk of blackouts. So if you think that the cost of electricity is going to be problematic for you, if you're one of these people, you'll get paid to not use electricity. Uh, in a trial, the National Grid has been saying that discounted bills buy as much as £6 for each kilowatt hour for households who do not use energy at peak times. But here's what I don't understand. How do you measure the energy that you don't use? Because, like, I could turn the lights off and I've got energy-saving bulbs, so that'll save me 11 watts per bulb. But for all they know, I've still got the old incandescent ones. I'll just tell them I'm saving 60 watts. I could tell them that I've got 15 televisions and I'm not turning any of them on. It doesn't make any sense, does it? It's such a stupid plan that then I start to think, why else are they doing this? Um, they want you to turn the TV off at peak times. So that's like Saturday at 8 o'clock when Ministry of Offence goes out. I see. I know I get it. Someone at the National Grid's watched an episode. But in the news today that I wanted to bring you, uh, an expert has said that new houses should only be built if they are no more than a 10-minute walk away from the nearest GP. And I like the idea, because everyone talks about, oh, the problem with building new houses, it puts strain on the infrastructure. And that'd be one way to make sure any new housing capacity has to be near the centres of infrastructure like GPs. That's the serious analysis. The stupid analysis, but still, that's what we do on this show. How do you know how far away a 10-minute walk is? Because we're not dealing with people who are walking normally. They're on the way to the GP. Like, it depends what you're going to the GP for as to how far away your radius of 10 minutes is, isn't it? Like, if you've got a bit of plantar fasciitis, ooh, 
You can't, you can't, well, you, that's where your soles of your feet hurt because you've overstretched your muscles under there. Ooh, 10 minutes, you're barely going to get down two streets. Sometimes I get a bad back. That slows me down. So if you've got a bad back, you're barely a couple of streets away. If you've got runny poos, you make a record time, can't you? So it's difficult. I'm just saying it's absolutely impossible. They've not thought it through. To that end, it's time to be uh, speaking with the man who knows what he's talking about in such regards. It's Larry. Hello. Hey, Stevie. Larry, what have you got for us this time? Chris Hemsworth said it was a dream come true when he got to show his bare bottom in Thor Love and Thunder. What, in the new film? Of course in the film, Stevie. People don't just get their butts out while watching a film in a cinema. Listen, we go to some very different cinemas. Thank heavens for that. Don't knock it till you've tried it, somewhere handy to carry a cinema pass, but anyway, carry on. Chris said that the first time he played Thor, he took his shirt off. So for this film, he went a bit further. So if there's another Thor film, it's going to be Certificate 18. Totally. Listen, thank you for the update. We'll speak soon. Okay, toodles. Well, congratulations. You've made it to the end of the podcast. That's what the show was like. Um, in terms of podcast-only material, there was one story that I couldn't touch on live broadcast. Brits have started to work a special pattern. They're working from home on Mondays and Fridays so they can go on holiday, which means that they're only working Tuesdays, Wednesdays and Thursdays. The acronym the newspaper gave to it was TWATS. Hmm, troublesome. You can understand why you can't get away with that on radio. I mean, the only way it could be worse is if there was a pattern of working where you only work Saturdays, holidays... Advent and Tuesdays. That would that's a part, past participle or something, isn't it? Fridays undefined, Christmas and well, you get there. No idea. Christmas undefined, November. I mean, basically, I'm spelling out rude words. So that's why we couldn't do that one on the radio. Um, thank you for listening. Get subscribed. You can also watch Ministry of Offence that's on YouTube. The old episodes are. It gets broadcast on that there. Freeview, um, eight o'clock on Saturdays. Here's a clip of what I got up to in the last episode. Prince William wants Prince Andrew to vanish from public view. To be honest, I think a lot of us would feel safer if we knew where he was. <laughs> By the time Prince William's statement that he wants a stripped-down monarchy was properly explained to him, Prince Andrew was already down to his underpants. <laughs> so if you fancy more of that, you can track it down on social media. You can also... Oh, here's a thing. I do comic-solving problems with Eric McElroy. I should play a bit of audio in for... All right. So here's a bit of audio of the last episode on YouTube of that. In the Daily Star, we have this story of a baby elephant that ripped off a model's skirt to expose her thong before getting told off. And in the elephant's defence, they don't like thongs. They prefer trunks. <laughs> yeah, where's the... No, not that one. Not that one. There it is. Yes, with jokes like that, who wouldn't want to go and find comic-solving problems on YouTube and watch the last episode from Tuesday night? Uh, other than that, tweet me, at Mr. Stephen Allen, and I will see you next time. Bye!